Hey there guys, this is Dave from DC On Screen. I just wanted to let you know that DC On Screen is now officially a part of the 11th Annual People's Podcast Awards. If you would like to vote for DC On Screen, go to podcastawards.com, scroll to the bottom, and write us in on the TV and film ballot on the right-hand side. Then, on the left-hand side, put your name, your email address, then submit. Importantly, you can nominate up to 20 shows for different categories, but you could submit the nomination form only one time. Make sure you nominate all your favorite shows in their respective category. Once you hit submit, that's it. You're done for 2016. Can't go back. Can't do it again. Settle in now for a brand new episode of DC On Screen. Welcome in to DC On Screen, episode 153. We're going to be talking about Supergirl, 119, Myriad. I'm your host, David C. Robertson. This is my co-host, Jason Goss. Hey! <laughs> I'm going to stop laughing every time you say hey. I don't know why. I've never, never have been sure. You've never been sure why? No. Always been why. one of those funny, to me. funny little mysteries to me. You know what <laughs> make you stop laughing? Just, just think about Maxima. Think about Maxima. Yeah. Mm. All right, so we are going to get it super spoilery on this episode. Um, we are going to try a new thing. Um, one of our listeners, uh, Bethany, actually my girlfriend, uh, said that she sometimes kind of forgets what episode we're talking about before we start out. So uh, we're going to do some re- like a, re- a short recap before every before we really get into every episode. Because I think that was, might be a good point. Go for it. So, uh, Supergirl 119 Myriad, everyone in National City is under mind control except Maxwell Lord, Cat Grant, Supergirl, Alex and John Jones, uh, make it to Alex and Kara's childhood home only to learn of what's happened in National City and head back. Uh, Max wants to use a bomb that will take out the Kryptonians and about 300,000 humans, but Kara and Cat have a different and less sure plan involving hijacking old television signals. How's that? That's about right. <clears throat> yeah. All right. That's about right. So, uh. That's what we're going to talk about. <laughs> and the um, it, it they they really got to a point here where this felt like an entirely different show. I kind of loved it. Yeah, in a way it did. I mean, in I, a way it did. I was digging the show as it was, but they they shut down so many of the other avenues of dialogue that it was just it was just down to a set of characters that was it was all business. Mm-hmm. This wasn't Kara saying, hanging around. Actually, was she Kara at any point in the episode? I mean, I think this is an all Supergirl episode. So, no. Like, there's none of that. Oh, I'm trying to be a Get along as a human, trying to make friends stuff. Mm-hmm. Which is, uh, it, that stuff's cute. I like it. It's just, um, this was a nice payoff for where they've been going, teasing me with this Myriad stuff. <laughs> Do you have any idea how Myriad works? Not one clue. Um, alien stuff. Right. Well, what I mean by that is um, they, they make it pretty clear throughout a number of uh, instances in the episode that Myriad is only working on humans. But then they also were like, hey, Myriad worked on Krypton, on Kryptonians. But then they're like surprised, like, why is Myriad working on Superman? And then later in the episode, they're like, hey, so he could use, he could control the whole universe with, with Myriad, not just Earth. I, I don't know. I don't know. And, and it doesn't have to be, like, structurally based. It, it, it doesn't have to actually do with somebody's anatomy. <laughs> because it's a magical well, alien they, technology. Now, I, I, I'll tell you this. I, they made a whole thing out of the fact that, like... Why is it affecting Superman? Because it's not affecting Kara. Yeah, he's uh, he's been around for too long. He yeah, he's been on Earth for the nurture versus nature thing, which is I I feel bullshit. No, 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 no. You can totally make an argument for it. I could make a very long argument for it. It just wouldn't be worth it. 
<laughs> you can. It's just it's it's a lot more effective to just say, "Yep, alien tech, cool." What are the rules? All right. Hey, look, I'm fine with how they do. That's it, what I'm still trying to. Fi- that's what I'm still trying to figure out. The way that the, the way they established the rules to me, it looked like um, you've. Yes, they could use it on any planet, on any, on any species, but it's not necessarily based on that species' anatomy. It's an adaptive technology, so they can take it in and, mm-hmm. and take over how someone thinks. Not so much take over their brain, but how someone thinks. Mm-hmm. Um, which means it's more cognitive, so you can do it to anybody. And that would mean that also a nature versus nurture thing uh, can affect somebody like Superman, who's been around on this planet longer, who's been thinking like mm-hmm. humans longer than Kara. Right. I, I, I mean... I don't know where the stopgap is on that. Like, maybe Superman had just been here for one too many years. I don't know. And uh, and it works fine with uh, anything with Martian is off the table. It's fine. You know, he can, obviously, mm-hmm. he can control his own mind and within a proximity can help other people out with that, too. That all makes sense. That all checks. Right, right, right. Now, that, like, to me, those are the rules they've established, so don't break them. Mm. Oh, they're, you, yeah, they're going to if they feel like it. <laughs> they are, they are. But that's, that's the game. It's... It's sci-fi at its heart, so you set it up however you want to play, but, you know. Mm-hmm. Don't set up a game of solitaire and start playing hearts, that's all. That's all. So, uh, jumping back to the beginning of this episode, um, <laughs> Nod is, is, we've got Nod, uh, telling everyone at the DEO what to do, telling them to re- release everyone but the White Martian for everyone's sake, let that one be. Yeah, I, enjoyed I that. love that. I thought that was hilarious, but what wasn't good, but was kind of hilarious, was Maxima. Yeah, yeah. They did. They did not get a good actress, first of all, mm-hmm. and two. I don't think they understood what Maxima, who Maxima is. Like she tells uh, Lucy, since you're Superman, that Superman would not um, would not marry me. I will pledge my allegiance to your non. Yeah. I'm like. Um, yeah. That no. Weird. Maxima doesn't pledge allegiance to any man. <laughs> That's not how she rolls. Show. What are you doing? Was she under Myriad's effects? I don't. I. Uh, it didn't seem if so, clear. Why would she? Why would she? You know, attack Lucy and those dudes who were under. The... See that part felt real, where she just kind of attacked whatever she felt like attacking. Yeah. But then they, they just yeah. they do a, a problem with uh, kind of they do it on the show too much. It's uh, that faux Victorian dialogue thing. Um, yeah. Got to ditch yeah. that. Got to ditch that. Just completely. I think. I think what's really bad is I've noted I've I've come to realize that it's not really faux Victorian so much as it is like nineteen forties comic book. <laughs> Which yeah, yeah. There's there's some parallels with those two. Mm-hmm. There are. Everyone mm-hmm. kind of overstated their point, I guess, back in the, the, the real like soybean printed days. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so DEO, I'm pretty sure that what is not a thing is um, stopping the prisoner release by just smashing a computer console. I'm pretty sure that doesn't do anything except for break that computer console. I think it would mostly just break that computer console. Um, it, it they could have thrown in a line that said like things automatically lock down if you break this computer or something. <laughs> There's an automatic shutdown, right. just system wide shutdown if you like smash the hell out of this thing. Yeah. I mean, that's like. But then we might have. Like, been- hey, I don't. I don't like this email I just got, and then I break my keyboard. Oh, that doesn't erase the email. No, I mean, it, and if it, it's it's hard writing sometimes. I know it is because, like, uh, on the one <laughs> hand, on the one hand, that might work. On the other hand, if I started, if if 
like Supergirl was yelling at somebody, if I just smash this while I do this, it'll go into a system-wide shutdown. We'd be sitting here going, man, come on. Just why don't you hop on the exposition mm-hmm. train and drive it into the next stop. I would still call bullcrap on that. I'd be like, nah, that's not how <laughs> things work. <laughs> you can expose it all you want. That's not how things work. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Um, I like so, seeing yeah. her uh, up front, though. Uh, the little scene in the DEO where she's kind of shutting Maxima back down. She's finally using her speed the way I wanted her to, kind of zipping around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fun. I like that. I was I was just looking forward to that being more, I don't know, prominent for her. Yeah, I um, I think I like the premise of this episode more than I liked the episode overall. I dug both. I did. The um, I mean the the cat and Max interaction was enough fun mm-hmm. to really keep me interested. Also, get to see a little yeah. bit of the uh, the fugitives out there. I like the um, she puts on a wig. He pretends he's a little boy, kind of thing. You, know, you can't beat shape you know what I for eat? a disguise, you know. <laughs> right, unless of course you're constantly flashing your eyes to remind the audience who you are. Right. Yeah. yeah. And Alex nods at him as if to say, "Yes, I remember who yes, you really are." I recall. <laughs> Please stop flashing your eyes at me, John. Right. Or Hank, whatever. <laughs> Hank Jones, but whatever you are, I don't know. You know what I liked is that uh, General Lane is actually trusting Carr these days. Yeah, I did. I did. I did dig that. I'll do my part. I trust you'll do yours. Right. I mean, he doesn't have much. I don't know why he sounds like an old gangster to me, but (laughs) he's got that gravel. (laughs) Like uh, I, I admit he doesn't really have a choice. So it's not like a huge personal revelation of any kind. But Mm -hmm. at least he had the the wherewithal to notice this was this was a time to pitch in with Supergirl. Yeah, I'll tell you one thing I really loved. Cat Grant does not notice that anything is different. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just tapping and away what, her phone. What may be my favorite line of the series so far, Cat Grant saying, Tell Harrison Ford for the last time I do not date older men, especially ones who are married. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty great. For anyone not in the loop, she is married to Harrison Ford in real life. Yeah, yeah. Calista Flockhart, anyway. She, um... She's always going to have at least one line in an episode that just makes me very happy. Mm-hmm. Very, very fun. No exception here. So, there was a... Uh, what, what did you think of them actually showing Superman? I kind of feel like it would have been better if they had just not... It already said he was off-world. No, no. It, it, in, a, in a way, this is kind of nice. Um, so I think I remember saying early on with the show that if they wanted to build the show Supergirl, they need to keep Superman the hell away from it. Like right, you, you did say that. You build the build the system so that she's the one who's saving the day, and um, not ever. It, you don't want her to ever have to like rely on her cousin. But we're talking about a. Mm-hmm. This is a deep track. Like this is the main thing they've been leading up to all season, and uh, we've also wondered a couple times. Hey, wouldn't it have been nice? Like you had some real trouble with that guy. Couldn't Clark have popped over for half a second, knocked this out for you? Yeah, he, he would have been back before his food was cold. You know. Absolutely. So in this way, I, mean, I, I felt think... this was a nice compromise, to be honest. Because we, we did, we, we got to actually see him. We know he, he showed up, but you didn't really deal with him. He's an ant. Right. I, mean, I felt like um, they already mentioned that he was off-world dealing with something else. Mm-hmm. I felt like they kind of just like wasted time even having him be able to text her while he's flying and be like, I'm on my way. And then we see like a little, you know, tiny... Clark flying towards her, and then he just stops and okay, but because that brings up the whole like, why does he? Why is he affected by Myriad? Who is affected by Myriad? It kind of points out the problems with the Myriad issue. But they didn't need it. They just—he's off-world. Leave it alone. We yeah. understand you want to do Superman. If you want no, to do Superman, put him in the show. No, and it, like I, I'm 
I, let me put it this way. I like how they did it in that we're probably just going to get, I mean, I don't know how they're going to wrap this up, but I don't really want to meet him, not in the show. So, But like I said, I wanted to see him. So to me, this was a fine compromise. Um, I, I, it gets I in there and it, it serves just... a few of their per, per, few of the things that I want him to do, at least, without overplaying their hand. And the the big thing yeah. is, like, uh, if if you're getting tripped up by the nature versus nurture explanation, um, which I am, then, I just yeah, am. there's no there's no chance you have you're gonna feel the same way I did about the scene. Like I have no problems mm-hmm. with that whatsoever. So um, to me, it was a nice, cute thing rather than as I'm sure. At, well, pretty much you see it as an extended play version of like, why did you use a giant character to point out a flaw in your plot? That's exactly how I feel about it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I feel you. I feel you. It's just whether you, it's just the nature nurture thing, right? Right. But yeah, you know, the, um, we're we're way, we're kind of way past like kittens and trees at this point, and I like it. <clears throat> or how did no? That's exactly how Max put it. It was like we're way past villain of the week and kittens and trees. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, I wrote down a line. I like the line. Yeah. But uh, I just that doesn't fix a plot, man. <laughs> it's a fine line. <laughs> I dug it. I liked him hitting on uh, hitting on cat the whole time too. Charming yeah, dude. Yeah. What did what did he tell her the first time? I just I didn't like the idea of a world without Cat Grant in it or something. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, I did. I did like the turnaround on him. Like, there's when he's like, when they're like, oh, how'd you know I was gonna put on the gla- uh, on the uh, the earrings? And he was like, hope. Right. Right. Like, oh, you do have hope, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like when they were um when he was talking about uh, his parents there, like you know who it reminded me of of all things? Like he's the, he's the young know it all. No one would listen to him. He was Wesley Crusher. <laughs> like, real earlier at Wesley Crusher, before people started, you know, telling the brat to shut yeah. up. Mm-hmm. I like the backstory, though. I do. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, yeah, that's interesting. That's good. Okay. I, okay. So, this thing, this is something that bothers me in everything I've seen. From, like, I, I hate this on Star Trek, and they did it here. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Indigo pulls out the whole Alexander wept for he had no more kingdoms to conquer thing. Yeah. Well, first of all, this is National City, not Earth, so calm down. <laughs> Two, you've still got a Supergirl out there, so he hasn't conquered it yet. Right. Three, and foremost on my mind, why is alien technology talking to an alien with an Earth reference? I don't know. No, I mean, Indigo's the only one I could actually even justify that line with. Because if it's anyone else, I'd be like, why did you stop and study like Earth history while you were at? I mean, you didn't well, yes. need to go that deep. You could have yes. studied like studied current geopolitics and probably done a lot more for your take over the world plan than you know checking out how Genghis Khan and Alexander the Great took a swing at it. Right. I mean, but it's if just you're one Indigo, you that, kind of you know. you're you're just immediately aware of all that. So at least I can justify her knowing about Alexander. Yeah, it's like uh, on Star Trek, all cultural references disappeared like after the 21st century. Like they just have to talk about everything that we did <laughs> or before. Like, <laughs> like they don't. They reference TV shows and movies and plays and nothing that came afterward. Because we don't have the reference to it, so they're not going to use it. Okay, enough Shakespeare talk, guys. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. No, the, the, right. the best show that uh, best show that ever made references to, like, past the current timeline, but in between then and uh, the future point in the show. Dude, Futurama mm-hmm. would do crap where they'd come back and be like, well, you know, we don't have a VHS player anymore. We lost all the VHS, VHS tapes and, like, the second coming of Zombie Jesus. Of like twenty three thirteen or something, right? Or mentioned some other time in the twenty four hundreds when like I think it was mutant carrots or something took over the earth. I don't know. Mm, that's good. Yeah, but you have to be careful because so, you don't want to, you know, walk into that territory and funny up your show too hard. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, you know, I I don't 
I don't ever really have a problem with funnying up a show. Yeah. A few of the ones we watch could definitely use a little bit of funnying up. But hey. No, not this episode. I liked it. I liked it stand dark. Um, I could have dealt with a little darker, honestly. Uh, I mean, how dark I, do you want to go? Saying, they they killed yeah. Kelly, Dave. They killed Kelly. <laughs> yeah. You knew how much we loved Kelly. Kelly. So, you know, Non has, has everyone mind controlled. He has Wynn, James, and Redshirt named Kelly. <laughs> right. Get up on the balcony and jump, and of course, Kara can only save Wynn and James. Yeah. And look on in horror as Kelly's body lies motionless on the ground below. Right. And see, this is why you bring on a member of the cast that you know you're going to kill at the end of the season. Yeah. No, you. I mean, you bring somebody in and tell us about them a few times. I mean, they mm-hmm. could have taken 15 seconds here and there, and uh, say even just the previous, like, four episodes. And... Mm-hmm. A, it would take away... Like, the moment Supergirl approaches Kelly right now, and in this episode, you go, oh, that bitch dead. Mm-hmm. You, you weren't sure how, but it was happening. Um, yep. And if, if Kelly had kind of been around a few episodes, and at least we'd seen her named and talked to, then, yeah, we wouldn't have been so sure. It would have been mm-hmm. more touching. Like, if we'd seen her, like, here and there throughout the entire season, we'd have been like, oh, he'll save Kelly. Oh, what happened? <laughs> Why couldn't she save Kelly? Every- Everyone and their mother knows what a red shirt is. Yeah. Instinctively so, just, at this uh, point. Just from watching years of television, instinctively, when I explain the concept to somebody like, oh, yeah, that person who like, yeah, it's, it's just, yeah. Yeah, they're dead all the time. Yeah, you got it. Yeah. I mean, I'll just put it this way, writers. Just because we watch a lot of television doesn't mean we don't want to enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. Poor Kelly. We hardly knew you. <laughs> and I, I know, I like, um... I didn't even have a problem with the fact that you know she can only catch two of them. They jumped off different sides. I'm not. I'm not looking for. I'm not trying to have Supergirl so powerful that they could have jumped in three different cities and it still would have been mm-hmm. catchable. I, I, I can. I can deal with her having limits. And they've already dealt with the fact that she has limits within the show. Like Max tested all of them so thoroughly mm-hmm. that we could probably do some. Some if you know we had a ton of time and maybe a drafting machine or something, we could actually sit around and probably try to figure out if they were within the limits that he described. Mm-hmm. If someone could math well enough. <laughs> I'd be curious. Uh, I'm not doing it, but I'd be curious. So I enjoyed Non saying the son of Jarrell has already knelt before me. That was kind of funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. Reference to the old Terrence Stamp Zod um, line. Right. Superman two. Um, like, oh, that's why that Non was a <laughs> was a mute. That's why they made him a a mute over in Superman two. He kept stealing Zod's lines. There you go. Seems to make sense to me. Um, I. I... I keep having to remind myself that guy has ever been filmed before. It was just such a... In those films, that character never had a name to me. He was like, oh, yeah, the big guy. Mm-hmm. I'd hear it every now and then and come right. immediately forget his name. Oh, yes, the lobotomized mute. Right. <laughs> um, so is it me? Is it just me? Or, like, when they were actually, like, discussing, like, oh, well, we're, we're going... Like, Nan is like, we're... I've got all the mines in National City working to fight disease and working to fight, you know, all this terrible stuff, global warming, and and we are unified for for the, for the first time ever. Earth is unified, and or National City is unified. He kind of sold me on it because <laughs> I was just kinda <clears throat> like, maybe let this ride for a couple of weeks. Is Myriad so bad? Yeah, but yeah, individualism and all, but. I mean, I'd give up a couple weeks. Let me put it this way. You, you've dealt with the concept before. Um, it was called The World's End. 
and mm-hmm. three drunk British guys I thought did a pretty good job of rebutting the entire idea. Sure, sure. Um, but they, but if spoilers for the world's end, if you that were was a spoiler free as movie, I could get it, I, I thought right, uh, right, it was, and uh, but my retort to you is not going to be. Definitely, definitely. Um, if you go back to that, like they kind of had to like write off the whole idea as like human beings just being like, no, screw this. We mess up everything. Mm-hmm. Ha ha ha. And the aliens are like, you're right. You know, oh, just please let us go away now. We don't want to deal with you anymore. They, they kind of turned it into a joke because I think like when you actually look at it from any kind of logical <laughs> storytelling standpoint, it makes a whole hell of a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah. You know, if you just give up free will, that's, that's, yeah, that's and that goes back to you know Star Trek with the Borg as well. It's just like you know this made a lot of sense, guys. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I, I mean, yeah, kind of sucks, but I, I I get it. But but that whole free will thing, man, that's nice. I I do enjoy the ability to screw up. Yeah, yeah. I you know I think my 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 only point I'm not, I'm not saying forever. I'm just saying like Supergirl, lay low. Max Lord, lay low. Let this play out for a few weeks or a couple months or something. Yeah. Who knows what they could come up with? Yeah, yeah. You know, that's all I'm saying. You just want to... Uh, no, how, you'd how you'd have to do it is you'd, you'd take, like, one city, and that's you'll call it, like, Volunteer City, and everyone kind of uh-huh. takes a turn volunteering to go live there for a couple of years and be part of the drone mindset. Everybody outside of it can just mm-hmm. keep doing human things. Mm-hmm. So you just have... At that point, you just have one city constantly trying to keep the rest of the planet from fucking things up too hard. Yeah. But. <laughs> Drone City. Yeah. 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 Oh, I forgot about this. Mm-hmm. This puts a hole in the nature versus nurture thing, maybe. Mm, let's see. John Jones says, I'm not human. Myriad won't affect me. But John's been on Earth a fair amount longer than Superman has. He has. Is it because he wasn't a kid? Um, I mean, I could punch a hole in my own, my own argument, but I'm just saying it's bullshit. Not really. <laughs> I mean, Hank hasn't been here as long as Superman has. I think he has. Has he? Like, Jean has been on Super, uh, on Earth, I think, longer than Superman has. Really? Let's see. Okay, how long's... I, mean, I thought Superman's so. like 30 now, right? Yeah. And um, the Danvers kids were like 13-ish when, uh, when Dad didn't make it back one day. Right. So That's he's only been like here that. like 15 years. Who said he showed up then? No one. Like, at that point, he had already... Uh, by that point, he had already... Jones, he could have been... It depends on when you ask him. He could have been traveling the Earth for 400 years. I don't know. Well... Yeah, but by that point, I will say this: he had already told, uh, or he had, like, uh, sorry, Superman had already told Henshaw that he was the most dangerous man on the on the planet, or whatever. So he already knew Superman mm. by that point. Yeah, so they were previously acquainted, ah, which do doesn't it. quite line up timeline wise because Superman had already been there ten years. Well, I guess he, I guess so. Superman had already been there ten years by the time Kara got there. Yeah, she got delayed, pretty bad. I don't anyway. know it. Um, mm. The show might have shot itself in the foot with that one. Because you've got to perfectly get out there just saying, like, yeah, he's got, you know, he, he's got mind control. What? Mm-hmm. But if you don't use it, if you don't use it, that's on you, show. Yeah, he actively says, I'm not human, Myriad won't affect me. Mm. That may have been poorly designed, fellas. Yep. I did like uh, Max going needs of the many on uh, on National City. Yeah. Needs of the many outweighs the needs of the few. Yeah. Yeah, dude. <clears throat> I kind of agreed with him, though. That was the bad part. Yeah, you're, I think you're uh, maybe possibly agreeing with the wrong people in these shows at this point. 
Because like, hey, it, I was happy to see, I was happy to see the piggybacking, the hijacking and piggybacking the signal. I was like, yeah. okay, good, good. That is a, actually no, you, an okay plan. You pulled a max during this one. Like, it, it, your plan A, plan A would have been like, yeah, and I mean they've got a great plan. Let them control the earth. It's awesome. Uh, I mean, if that's not going to work, let's kick <laughs> down to well. I mean, if we're going to go ahead and save everybody, let's go ahead and save everybody. So you know. We'll have to kill about 700,000 people, but hey, break a few eggs, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> and then What's someone just pops funny. on beside and goes, hey, I've got a way to do this without killing anybody. Oh, that's delightful, too. We'll try that, I guess. <laughs> but, like, your hand was oh. already reaching toward the button when someone stopped you and went, right. hey, we might be able to do what? Right. Well, not mine, but... What I like about Max is that he's so egotistical that not only does he convince himself that he's he's already thought of every solution possible, mm-hmm. he's convinced Sam Lane <laughs> that he's thought of everything possible. And the government's just like, well, I don't know what the hell to do. I guess we'll just do what Max tells us to. Hey, that's, that's clout, I, man. I've... Pretty much, though. I feel like the conversation with him was like Lane's talking to somebody and his phone rings. Oh, it's Max. Hold on. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh huh. No, that sounds. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Do th- okay. Yeah. Do that. What do you say? Uh, science. Science says kill everything. Max said science says kill everything. <laughs> so we're going to kill everything. <laughs> I'm going to remember that from my debriefing in Washington. Right. Kill, kill, kill. That's his entire report. The old Max Mars said attacks. It was okay. <laughs> oh, Let loose man. the hounds. So, uh, I keep forgetting Max is on the show, though. Every time I see him, I go, oh, oh yeah, yeah, him. Yeah. Oh, well, they, they keep using him. He doesn't have, like, a current storyline. He keeps popping in to help with their storylines. So we never know when to yeah. when to expect him. I could really use a Max storyline that doesn't involve just, like, hey, remember, like, five episodes ago when I was mad about this? Turns out. <laughs> it's, it's working so far. I'll tell you, if they, if they really punch him to regular cast member, if, if, if that's not what he is already, um... Mm-hmm. They're gonna have to get him something to do, something that's his story. I tell you what, the way Supergirl, the way Supergirl is, I don't know if it's is filmed this way or if it's just the overall tone. It does. It feels like it's going, is stepping backwards. It feels like it feels more like the old '80s Superboy show than I really want it to. I don't remember at that any one. given time. I do not um, remember that one. It always feels like it's just a, like the footage is just a little sped up. Hmm. Almost like it's a syndicated, like a syndicated show uh, instead of a network show. Yeah. Um, like whereas Smallville feels cinematic, even in its you know admitted cheesiness, <laughs> Supergirl feels like a stepping back. Like I don't, I don't know what that is. Like I feel like like Arrow has that too. It's like we shot this on video as opposed to film kind of look, hmm. which I'm sure they did. I, that's really probably the actual answer to your question. At the end of the day, like, you, you may have just talked actually, yourself through the whole is. damn thing. <laughs> is the thing isn't it yeah yeah um what do you think of indigo um you enjoy her kind of time for her to go it the problem is i I don't like the actress so i'm just not digging her oh well she's supergirl smallville so you better get used to her i know i know but uh yeah she's she's a nice person in real life i um Uh, or she seems to be i don't know nothing like that i just i I think she's overplaying this role hell she may be the greatest actress of all time i just think she's overplaying this role but it's that's how they they you know roll on supergirl there's the villains kind (laughs) of go way overboard i've i've liked the more subtle ones and it's just it's a i don't know it's in this medium it's something we deal with a lot yeah and i don't that's one thing that i would be i'd be fine not dealing with like i don't really want to do this anymore i don't want to do 
you know, ham-fisted, over-the-top villains anymore. Yeah. I'm kind of sick of it. I'm, yeah. And I'm we watch saying. a lot of this stuff, so it's easy for us to get oversaturated with something. But, yeah, mm-hmm. I could really use a change of pace. I did like the way she said, I do love wiping out a species. I did enjoy that. Yeah, she'll have a good line here and there. I'll, also, she said she that better not have just shanked the motherfucking Martian Manhunter. She just better not have. Uh, right? That that is That is not the way he dies. Yeah, that would be weird and sad. Extremely anticlimactic. <laughs> climactic. I, w- one of my favorite lines in the show, though, is like when uh, Kara and Kat come to Max and they're like, we've got a plan. And he's like, uh, okay, what is it? And they're like, hope. And he goes, you know, I'm going to go with the plan with the bomb that kills all the bad guys. <laughs> <laughs> we know he does it, but it was a great line. <clears throat> great delivery. Yeah. And, you know, I admit they're like, if, if all you've given me as your elevator pitch is, we're going to hope. Great. So y'all have fun with that. Mm-hmm. We need to hope my plan works. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> but of course it it works and Kat's got one of those amazing speeches of hers up her sleeve and all mm-hmm. she always does she's good I, she's good that one you know I think uh, I'm actually pretty surprised how they uh, with how much they actually made Cat Grant matter on the show yeah I mean she's always just been one of those characters when you go to a new, when you cut to the news lady explaining something, it's oh cat, okay, cool. Oh Vicky this time, mm-hmm. okay, that's great. Mm-hmm. It's it, I've never had any interest in her, but um yeah, they've got me, they've got me. That's a real character now. Like I've seen her in uh, she was in uh, some of the DC animated stuff that's coming out recently. She, they, mm-hmm. She's been the newscaster they've been using, and uh, just doesn't feel the same anymore. It feels like I'm being cheated now on those movies. Yeah, I'm actually watching, going yeah, you could do a lot more with her if you want to. See, watch over here. Oh man, if you ever if we ever go back and, and I'm not saying we will, I'm sure we will at some point because we'll run out of things probably. Yeah. But if we ever go back and watch Lois and Clark, man, mm. we're gonna feel so cheated because I remember that Cat Grant. <laughs> Hell, I remember the two different Cat Grants they had on Smallville because they forgot they had one. Oh. Already. <laughs> I didn't know about yeah, that. that. Happens. I'd forgotten completely about <laughs> Lois and Clark. I mean, I remember it exists and I remember the, the actors and that's man. It's been a long time on that one. Yeah. I'm not sure I could tell you one plot. I think there was something involving a safe one time. I don't know. <laughs> um, I know they're not going to because of um, because of legacy. Yeah. But I really don't want Helen Slater on the show anymore. Write her off, please. Yeah. She's so bad in every scene she's in. She is. The the most I've enjoyed her so far is is uh, Martian just kind of smirking at her like barrage of biology questions and that mm-hmm. that's that's the most i've been entertained by her is her just shooting science at him mm-hmm. and then like cut away from her so that you can't see that she's just reading a cue card <laughs> poorly <laughs> right <laughs> i don't know um yeah i felt like there was a lot to dislike in this episode uh i'm still minimally intrigued by the the plot uh the the, the promo for next week um Looks pretty good. They're teasing, uh, this is Better Angels, uh, Super Supergirl 120. They're teasing an ultimate sacrifice. I've been told or have heard uh, rumors that um, they might actually do it on a cliffhanger so it seems like Kara dies. Just in case they don't get canceled, this could be a, se- a series finale. <laughs> As it was once put to me, that is some cynical shit. That's what, that's... I mean, they're teasing it in the in the promo. Is uh, ultimate sacrifice? I know. I just I don't I don't think it's going to happen. Nor do I think they're not getting a second season. So I'm I'm not truly entertaining that possibility yet. I'm starting to get a little weird <clears throat> with it because I'm like, dude, they're not. 
What do we have? If given the chance, I would want a second season, but because I do enjoy the show. Yeah. I mean, if you've made it this far into the episode and you just think I'm a bastard, let me assure you, I do enjoy the show. And I've gotten to the point where I really do, I really do enjoy. Like for me, this isn't even an episode that, as you put it, has a lot to dislike about it. I, I, I disagree. I enjoyed a lot of it, like a whole hell of a lot of it. Yeah, I enjoyed a lot of it. <clears throat> uh, there was just these glaring things that were like, "Fix me, fix me." <laughs> it, it, yeah. I wasn't so uh, upset with say the. Yeah, I, I really wasn't upset with it at all, man. I mean, in in the very end of it, like we're doing BVS essentially at the end of this episode. That, that's not too bad. <laughs> uh, in a way, we are. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna put you know it's a suit of armor on the human fighting Superman or Supergirl in this case. Yeah, that was uh, that was a particularly cruel way to go, non you bastard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was not kidding about how much he hates her. No. He is just not. I, you know, I really hope they they do bring it back so they can let's kill Non and do something else. <laughs> We're just gonna kill Non and get us a more subtle villain next season. How's that work? Just make Max Lord the villain, the real villain. Nah, no, 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 nah. Make uh, you know, like who would be the most fun as a villain for me? Just because she could completely own it would be Cat Grant. But I have no idea how to make that happen. Where where they where they've gotten her in the show right now? Well, she's uh, she's just as uh, uh, charismatic as Max Lord. Yeah, I don't have a problem with any of these. I kind of feel like they have the same kind of dialogue and stuff. <laughs> right. Ah, uh, that'll be. I'd rather Cat Grant remain a good guy. I like her too much. Just next season, the team versus Wind, something like that. Ooh, <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, let, let's make Win a bad guy. They realize how bad he's gotten when they find. James Olsen beaten to a pulp one day. Mm-hmm. They realize they can't save him anymore. Anyway, I don't know what they'll do. I hope they're doing something. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, I look forward to seeing where they go with it, if they are allowed to. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I should I should reprieve you of any kind of... I, I, I was bordering on, on uh, mentioning that you might be a psychopath earlier, because, you, know, oh. you know, you were um, demanding that humans don't necessarily need free will, and... Uh, then thought Max's plan sounded like a pretty great idea. So I started to, and I, I started to bring it up. But what stopped me was I looked down at my notes, and one of them is, I'm quoting, Max's math is good. So I got nothing. I got nothing. Apparently I was on board and just <laughs> forgot that that made total sense to me for a second. <laughs> Apparently we're in this together. Yeah, I was hoping we would be. I was reaching toward Hi, the buddy. button too, like, oh, Cat's got a plan. Never mind. All right, I know where that button is, though. <laughs> You're just outlining the button with your finger, just tracing it. <laughs> oh! <sighs> just lightly touching the top of it to test resistance. You know, I just want to know how hard to push it when the time comes. Seeing if I can do that thing where you move your hand real fast and stop right above it. Right, yeah. right. <laughs> oh, never put either one of us in, in, in political power. Just don't do I it. I don't foresee the problem. I think that's all I've got on Supergirl 119. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Cool. We are DC On Screen. You can find every episode at DCOnScreen.com. Uh, we are a proud member of the Giant Size Team Up Network, GiantSizeTeamUp.com, for all of those shows, including the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. Our buddies Jeff Randall and Matt Carroll do that show, MCUcast.com. We will be coming back with uh, a review of Gotham, the new Gotham episode, which was pretty phenomenal mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
So uh, until then, keep some DC on your screen.